32GI. Leading sports nutrition provider. Focused on health and performance. 32GI. Trusted sports nutrition advisors. New year, new beginnings. It is 2017, wherever you are in the world. Thanks for joining us once again on 32GI Sports Nutrition. I'm Mr. Active David Katz, joined once again by Mark Wolf. And uh, there's a great uh, event in South Africa in the early part of the year. There's a 70.3 event taking down place in East London, or Buffalo City, as they call it. And a lot of people come out of a December where maybe they were getting the training and maybe they took a bit of time off to rest and enjoyed the festivity. So it's... uh, often maybe comes a little bit early for people. Mark, I don't know if you found that. I know you know a lot of people who go down to do the event in East London. Do they find that it's a little bit too early in the season? I think it depends on the kind of athlete that you are. Because um, if you're a serious athlete, you'll carry on keeping very well conditioned through the December period. And I think that many athletes, through the December period, that are serious uh, athletes, especially triathletes, uh, will use December as a benefit because of less work pressure, hopefully for most people. Less work pressure means increased ability to train and rest. And also, hopefully, they'll put in some focus on their diets as well. So I think for some people, it's actually a perfect time. They come out of a very strong month of training, uh, depending on if they're going to taper fully for 70.3 or just use it as a stepping stone for an Ironman event. But, uh, but for some people, it's very beneficial. There are many people, however, that they do pick an event straight after December, but they don't have the self-discipline and control that some athletes do have. And those are the ones that sometimes just say, oh, I'm not ready for the event, I'm going to pull out. Um, or they just try and uh, wing it and stand up suffering on the day. So I think those are the, the kinds of people that if we're talking to when it comes to you know, would you be ready for an event post-festive season uh, towards the end of January? Now, whether you're ready or not, and you are doing it uh, either way, what are sort of some tips and advice for people? Because, you know, you're coming out of um, December, as we said, you've brought, your diet has possibly changed a little bit over the festive season. Uh, also looking into January, it's a stressful time of year for people. Generally, you get paid early in December, so January can be quite tight. So you've got the deal with the stress and, you know, worrying about how your diet's been affected. What are some tips and advice you would have for people to stay healthy and focus on the goal at hand, which would be getting to the start line, fighting fit? I think there's three things to look at. I think the first thing is, um, you know, for many people that are training over December, don't, don't let the training slip. You know, keep, keep it frequent, uh, keep it consistent, and make sure that you, you know, you, you realize you've, You've set yourself a goal by putting yourself into an event. That should motivate you more than enough to keep on training. So that's the first thing is keep the training going. uh, Don't stop. As far as nutrition goes, it's a matter of eating cleanly and obviously, you know, again, in moderation. The last thing you want to do is go into a taper period overweight because you're not going to lose weight during a taper period. It's just not going to happen. You're not putting in the same volume of training. Uh, you're actually looking at sharpening yourself, volumes are less, and you know, if you're eating more, you're going to end up gaining weight. And The last thing you want to do is get to race day at a heavier weight than what you've been training at because that can also lead to injury and it can lead to fatigue. And You, know, you never know what else it can lead to. So I think the most important thing is just keep an eye on the weight and make sure that you're not, um, you're not overdoing it on the food side 
uh, eat in moderation. And finally, I think one of the biggest things is that you now actually have time to rest properly uh, between training sessions. Uh, really, people don't have to be forced to rush off to the office afterwards. For those that aren't working, there, there's no reason to rush off to the office afterwards. You can take your time, you can rest, you can recover, you can eat properly uh, as far as recovery meals go, and then you've got the ability to recover nicely between workouts. So one of the things that I also say is try and limit late nights. I know a lot of people go out now at this time of the year and, and there's a lot of late nights and early mornings. But if you have entered yourself into an event in January, you need to, again, focus on doing that in moderation, get sufficient sleep and sufficient rest, make sure you recover from one workout to the next, and make sure that you're taking in the right foods to be able to support you on your journey to, to race day. Now, Mark, I want to ask you, it's a 70.3 event, which uh, even with training, you can get away with a little bit more in case, or so say, as opposed to if you were doing a full Ironman event or a full challenge sort of event. From a diet point of view, are there less requirements as well? I mean, you are doing slightly less training as opposed to, you know, having that, that goal of sort of, I'm doing a full one and feeling that pressure of the diet on top of the trainings. Basically, what I'm asking is there's slight less nutritional requirement for getting to a 70.3, isn't there? Look, 70.3 itself, it depends on the kind of athletes. You get athletes that finish it in four hours. You get athletes that finish it in six to seven hours. Uh, so I think it depends on how long you're going to be out there on the day, number one. And number two, also, um, you need to have a look at your training and see, you know, what kind of volume of training are you putting in in order to be able to do this event. So I think that, that, that those are the two factors. If you are a, an athlete that's going and doing it at a much uh, slower pace and you're taking your time, you know, to get to the finish line because your goal is really to get to the finish line, I suppose from a nutritional and requirement point of view, the digestive system takes a, lot, a little bit less stress, you know, for some people than it does for your race mates. When they put gang at a slightly higher intensity or your digestive system is put under a lot more stress. So from those sensitivity points of view, uh, for a high-performing athlete, you really do need to watch your nutrition. You can't let it go too much, um, you know, because the last thing you want to do is uh, untrain your gut and then have to retrain your gut and, and put it under severe stress and, and, and then land up actually suffering terribly uh, during a race. Uh, for those that are just uh, sort of your social uh, race people, uh, you're not going to get people like that to really, really control their diets, unless they've got a specific weight goal that they want to get to on race day, and I do know athletes that do have specific uh, race weight goals, but still, they, they'll cheat on uh, Christmas Day, or they have a little cheat on, uh, cheat on New Year's Day, but that's fine. Generally, there's still moderation, and they're still going to get to the event, you know, hopefully feeling good about themselves and uh, with a good weight. But it's very difficult to distinguish, you know, completely between uh, sort of a 73, a 70.3 or a half distance as opposed to a full, a long course. Uh, because generally, um, on both courses, your, your fueling strategy would be very similar. And remember, on a long course, your pace is a little bit slower. So the thing is, is that you've got the ability to feed yourself a little bit more properly and, um, you know, over time. But when the, the pace is slightly higher, uh, there you've got to be a little bit more careful as to what you are consuming to make sure that your body isn't going to reject what you're taking in and it is going to be completely trained in order to be able to do that. As far as leading up to the event goes, if somebody hasn't got a goal to go from the smaller event to the bigger event, in other words, from a 70% to Ironman, which is uh, later on in the year, uh, then, then in that case I would say that uh, that it's uh, that 
you know, you don't have to stress so much about uh, about uh, uh, racing nutrition as much as you would for the full distance. However, you do need to worry about what you are consuming on a daily basis because maybe your training volume is a lot less. And a lot of people um, train to, they eat, uh, in, in other words, they eat uh, as justification for the training they put in. But if you're not training, you know, long hours out there and you're doing uh, uh, sort of, uh, say, smaller sessions, uh, you know, maybe not as, uh, as high intensity and also shorter sessions, then you can't exactly justify going and uh, overeating and overconsuming calories every single day because you're not going to out-train a, a bad diet. This is not going to happen ever. Um, that's one thing is you can't get away from that. And then even if you're doing longer volumes, you know, people still tend to increase the amount of calories that they're taking, which is fine because you're burning off more calories but again, you still can't out-train the bad diet, even if your your sessions are a lot longer. So I think on both sides, you need to you know you need to be careful as to what you are consuming when you le- when leading up to an event like this. Well, some valuable advice as ever. And if you would like more information, if you do have questions, you can email coach at thirty two gi dot com. Uh, big year, and uh, I'm sure there are lots of great goal events, and there must be plenty of questions around them. So do get those emails through. It's coach at 32gi.com. But from Mark Wolf and myself, Mr. Active David Katz, we'll catch up again with you soon. 32GI. Leading sports nutrition provider. Focused on health and performance. 32GI. Trusted sports nutrition advisors.